0: And now, it's time for one of the top Realtors in the Triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Let's dive in, Angie, to some listener questions as we open up the mailbag. And our first one comes to us from Rose in Holly Springs. Rose says, it seems like everything I see being built is a townhome these days. Are they rising in popularity? Where can we find good single-family home new builds?
1: Oh, that's interesting because um, I don't feel like that I'm seeing the same. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know yeah there's a really good mix of both single maybe family it just depends on your daily homes.
0: commute and where it takes you and what you see i
1: was going to say that maybe it's price point that you're considering you know you have to remember that the average price point just you know across the board has gone up you know um they say currently for the whole entire triangle mls is sitting around like 415 but if you look at active listings in mls it's actually closer to a 600 plus number so it's going to be um, interesting to watch how quickly prices are rising and once the current homes that are active close out in a good 30 days where our average price point leads so i wonder if it's more of the price point that we're you know searching within that leads you to only townhomes um, because again the triangle has just become known as a more expensive market
0: yeah, that is uh, definitely very true. I-, I would have to agree with Rose. I do feel like as I drive around, I'm just constantly, uh, not from searching, but from just uh, driving around casually, feel like yeah. I'm always seeing townhomes going up, and not so many, you know, new home builds. But I guess if you yeah. think about it, that makes sense because you're going to have townhome, you know, type properties and buildings going up closer to the main roads where you are driving. I was just going to say the exact same
1: thing. So I wonder if they're just a little bit more visible um, versus the single family homes that are maybe, you know, deeper more into a community and neighborhood. So maybe it's just the visibility of them on the main roads.
0: Yeah, that's definitely very true. Rose is wondering about some where she can find some new builds, good single family home areas. You got any good neighborhoods that are kind of hot these days for new construction, Angie?
1: yeah most definitely so um some of my favorite neighborhoods in holly springs the well-known 12 oaks they are still actively building and um 12 oaks they have just Fabulous amenities and of course, it's a golf course neighborhood as well. Several different builders out there. Um, we have Honeycut Farm. Um, Honeycut Farm, it's definitely a mix of like single family townhomes. We have MI Homes that's out there. Um, I believe, yeah, we have Taylor Morrison. So a lot of different styles as well. So there's just a couple to name them. Just to let you know though, when it comes to new construction, if you go onto MLS or you go onto like realtor.com or Zillow, you're probably going to see zero. Um, actually, when I do the search at this moment, um, there shows to be zero active homes in Holly Springs that are new construction. But if you go and I can pull the field of under contract, like pending or contingent, there's then 178. And the reason being is the builders are not actively posting them online. So working with an experienced agent who's in the know of what's up and coming, what's happening as far as new construction goes, um, is super important to make sure that you can win out. Um, there's many wait lists, there's um, different ways that new construction is handled. Um, Some will be by a bid, some will be by a wait list, as far as like first come first serve, Um, a lottery, we've even seen that. Um, So there's many ways that the builders are handling new construction. And again, like I mentioned, if you just go online, is probably going to look like there are zero new home sales happening in Holly Springs, but that's not the case. You just need to work with an experienced real estate agent who understands new construction in today's market and can guide you.
0: That's the best thing to do in today's world is get connected with that agent. They can help set you up with, I mean, just have to know about things coming on the market before they hit the market these days, or else you're already behind the eight ball. And uh, it definitely is holding true for these like new construction opportunities as well. So great question, Rose. Thanks for writing that one into us. If you want to submit your own question, you can go to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E-Realty.com. Or you can call or text Angie directly at 919-538-6477. All right, we've got a question here from Philip. Philip is writing into us from Wake Forest and Philip says I had a real tour at my house recently to talk about selling, but we were way off from each other on listing price, so it didn't work out. Will you list my home at the price I want?
1: my answer is going to be no Philip but the reason being is we are doing a disservice for you if we just list the home at whatever price point you want because if that price point is not realistic then we will never get your home sold and in the end you are mad at us as your real estate professional and we again just set ourselves up for failure so you know we need to be on the same page when it comes to pricing of course our goal as a real estate company is always 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 to net you top dollar so we want to position your home so we can get you the most traffic the most offers get you that highest price that in return will net you the most amount of money so I would love of course to meet with you for a listing consultation give you a feel of what we feel confident we can get your home sold for in today's market of course we'll go through our marketing we'll tell you all about our company and you know how we operate how we work and see if we can make it a win-win we are very of course uh, you know prevalent in this market we service over Four hundred and seventeen clients last year and we are the number one independent team here in the triangle. So yeah, Philip, I would love to just, you know, say yep. We'd love to put our sign in the front yard, which some real estate agents will do that. Um, but you need to make sure that um they're taking your listing because they are confident in the price that they tell you they can get for your home.
0: It's uh, almost like a little bit of tough love there, Andrew. It is. But it is. Yeah, you need to we, you need yeah. to have that. You need to have that pushback sometimes.
1: Yeah, just like Philip turned down that realtor, and, you know, of course, without knowing numbers, you know, I I couldn't say who's right, who's wrong here, but um, just like Philip turned down working with that realtor, you know, we've unfortunately had to turn down some clients who were just unrealistic, and, you know, again, in the long run, we just would have disappointed them because we never would have gotten their home sold because their price point was way off.
0: May says a friend of mine just sold her home, and she told the group we were with that they didn't accept the highest offer. I didn't say it out loud, but that sounded crazy to me. Why wouldn't you take the highest offer? <laughs> yeah. I love that question. I could just picture May being like, "What are you? Are you why are you? Are you dumb?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, um, actually, that is very common. Um, and when it comes to advising our sellers on the best offer, when there are multiple offers, the best offer is not always the highest price. You know, there's a lot that goes into a contract. You know, due diligence amount, due diligence timeline. Uh, will the is a will and is the buyer in a position to make up the gap? Should there be an appraisal gap, um, or are they purchasing the home as is? So you know, just because someone has the highest price price point it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best option to consider
0: it's a great point yeah there's just so much more that goes into that transaction than just that top dollar amount so that's uh really helpful great question though may because i can totally understand you'd be like why wouldn't you take the highest amount uh but yeah you got a lot of other variables to consider uh last question of the week comes to us from mac in raleigh mac says how many hours of work do you think it'll take if i try to sell my home on my own
1: Wow, Mac, good question. (laughs) Um, I mean, I I would first say, you know, of course, you need to invest some time into getting the home market ready, right? Um, And knowing what to do is the first step of that you know how you should stage your home if there's um you know some landscaping we need to do do we need to do some fluffing on the inside so of course there's hours behind that but the biggest um time uh devoted or or time devotion you'll need is when you are marketing your home and then once it's under contract to get you to the closing table you know there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that our clients are not aware of Uh, for example just the amount of time that we spend answering questions a million questions you know even before we go active we're getting question after question from potential buyers from agents so there's a lot that goes in there Um, a lot goes into marketing the home you know just as simple the simple things of data entry, even though simple, it takes time. So putting your home in MLS, putting it on all the websites, it should be posted so you get the most presence. Um, Just the time invested into marketing it as a whole to reaching out to other agents who could have a potential uh, interested client. Um, But then when you go under contract, you know, first of all, time invested when it comes to representing a seller, and we've had this, where there are 20 plus offers, wow, talk about Spending time going through each individual offer, and you know, focusing on okay, the key points, which is the best offer. That takes a lot of time. But then the contract to close process, like I mentioned, there is so much that happens in the background that our clients are not even aware of because there's no need to make them aware of. You know, it's our job to solve the problems, um, and it should be a happy time for them. So, working with the lenders, working with the attorneys, working with the other party, fixing hiccups and obstacles when they those arise. So. You know, Mac, how many hours? I couldn't even begin to tell you. You know, I know all of our listings collectively and that's why we have a team because you know we have several different individuals that are involved to make the process seamless and to kind of break down that hour count I mean but you're easily looking at for every listing you know anywhere from a good you know 20 to 40 hours invested into everything that we do and time spent to get that person to the closing table
0: you've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole